Welcome to the Noonday Meditation with Wayne Vernon. Exodus chapter 3, 1 and following. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of the Lord. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it was not burnt up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see the strange thing. Why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, he said. Take your sandals for, take off your sandals, for the place where you're standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the Lord of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt, and I have heard their crying out because of their slave masters, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them out of that land into a good and spacious land a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now, go, I am sending you to Pharaoh, to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Over the last few weeks, we have been discussing the issue of discernment. Most recently, we have discussed how Eliezer, Abraham's servant, sought God for his will in the delicate situation of seeking a wife for Isaac, the son of promise. We turn our attention today to Moses and his interaction with Yahweh as his life's mission was unveiled to him. Forty years earlier, Moses took matters in his hands and he attempted to address the oppression of his people. But his action resulted in him becoming a fugitive in Midian. During this awkward season of his life, from the palace to the pasture, 
Moses learned valuable lessons that prepared him for something far greater than the Egyptian throne could have afforded. His initial encounter was unlike that of Abraham's servant Eliezer. You see, Moses was minding his own business. He was caring for his fa father-in-law's sheep when suddenly he had a life-transforming encounter with Yahweh. Now here is the interesting thing. The text does not indicate that Moses ever asked God about his will for his people. We're only aware of him taking action against the uh, Egyptian and the mistreatment of his people. During his sojourn in Midian, however, we do not hear him expressing the concern for his people left behind. It, it, it may have been that he was offended by the outcome of his effort to intervene on their behalf and the fact that his own turned against him. Be that as it may, however, Moses here experiences Yahweh in a way he has never experienced him before. God gets into this experience and gets Moses' attention by the burning bush and discloses to him the fact that he has been chosen to effect divine will, divine purpose in the earth. Again, we don't know if Moses was praying to God on behalf of the Israelites in Egyptian captivity. God did not say that I have heard your prayer. He said, I have heard the cries of my people. Moses is told by God that he is to go to Pharaoh and to deliver a message. Now, this, this is the very regime that uh, Moses escaped from years ago. But God, in his wise counsel, has chosen him to go extract his people, his precious people, out of the bondage of this superpower, Egypt. Loved ones, the disclosure of divine will may be unsolicited. You may not ask God to disclose his will to you. God may simply, in his sovereignty, choose you to reveal his purposes to you without your asking. And this is an amazing experience. To be chosen by God for a download without your direct request is amazing. Wow! That was Moses' experience and it can be yours. In fact, let me hasten to say that God may have spoken to you on many occasions. Now, the question is, what have you done with those precious disclosures? Friends, these are priceless. When God chooses to unveil something to us, it is priceless. They are God's effort to conscript us, to become his agents, to effect his will in the earth. Today, let us not undervalue these 
disclosures all because they were unsolicited all because we did not ask God what was his purpose or his will or his mind but he chose to to unveil them to us let us not disregard them because they are precious should you need further instructions in these matters please feel free to text the number 647-696-0422 should you desire to surrender your life to the lord jesus christ please text the word salvation to this number as well someone is standing by to support you right now if you have not yet secured your copy of my book six practices of effective leadership today is a good day for you to do so the Amazon link is conveniently provided for you in the description below. If you're in Jamaica, you could get your copy at the Waltham Park, Sterling Castle, or Montego Bay New Testament Churches of God. If you give them a call, they will make arrangements for you to be able to get your copy. Also, you may call the bookshop at the head office of the New Testament Church of God in Jamaica, located in Rodenspen, Old Harbor. They will make the copies available for you if you so desire. Looking forward to hearing from you how core leadership services may partner with your church or organization to raise up leaders for future leadership. That would be the joy of our hearts to hear from you today how we could journey with you. Please connect with us and we would be more than willing and happy to support you in that regard. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Noonday Meditation with Pastor Wayne Vernon. Please forward this study to your friends, your relatives, associates, neighbors, and all those persons in your social network. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to communicate with us and we will commit to supporting you in prayer. Until we meet again tomorrow, Shalom.